0: Today on CityCast Pittsburgh. Hey Siri, who won the Steelers game?
1: The Steelers were soundly defeated by the Eagles last Sunday. The final score was 35 to 13.
0: Okay, that's rude. It feels like Philly is on a sports upswing, and we're here on the other side of the Keystone State, clinging to the tail feathers of the Penn season. I do wonder if it would be different, though, if we had a basketball team to root for. So today, we're bringing back our conversation with Tyler Batiste about why we don't. He's an NBA editor for The Athletic, and he happens to live in Pittsburgh, of all places. It's Wednesday, November 2nd. I'm Morgan Moody in the CityCast Pittsburgh. have super fandom you know here in Pittsburgh we have Steelers fans there's Pens fans it's surprising but there's Pirates fans but we can't seem to keep like our basketball fire hot so why don't Pittsburghers like basketball
2: you know I I think part of it is just like not having the history um, or extended history of professional basketball here obviously you've had teams that have popped up from um, from now and then, you know, the Pipers, the Condors and things like that. But none of those teams really had sustained level of success over the course of not only multiple years, but multiple generations. I think a lot of it, um, in the sports market, like Pittsburgh, a lot of the fandom and in the interest of the Steelers, Penguins, Pirates, is stuff that's passed down from your mom or dad or grandfather, grand, grandmother, a lot of people were fans of those teams just because, uh, the people that they grew up around are fans of those teams and you kind of build equity with a lot of them and Um, You look at a situation like maybe the Pirates that aren't necessarily always good, but the diehard fans really follow them because they have those memories of, uh, you know, watching with family members or growing up when they were winning World Series. And so that takes time to build. Um, Maybe over the course of the next 10 or 20 years, you you see some interest like that in Pittsburgh, but there's really nothing to base it off of right now that, that that would have people just kind of clamoring for, you know, that interest in a professional basketball team.
0: Well, Pittsburgh did have a team. Yeah, you're right. We had the Pipers and they were good because they won the ABA championship right. their first year. Well, in the inaugural right. year of the and, ABA. And then they
2: moved like the next year,
0: right?
2: Right <laughs> To Minnesota
0: and then came back as right. the Condors, which were, it, it, it's a vulture. Do you know that? It's a you vulture. Know, I, I
2: used to have a really... Uh... <laughs> a really weird interest in those types of birds when I was a kid, but uh, I didn't know specifically.
0: Yeah, well, you know, the condors were like literally within that year placed on the endangered species list. So <laughs> basketball here is endangered as well. Um, so yeah, let's get into the reasons why. Why don't we have a team? I feel like there's so many reasons realistically when I ask that question, mm-hmm. but why do you think we don't have a team?
2: I mean, I think the major reason is just market size. Like Pittsburgh mm. is is not, it's not a huge market. As someone who's not from here, I think, you know, when I moved here um, eight years ago, I was uh, surprised at how uh, small the market is overall.
0: It's a big name. Like, I feel like Pittsburgh's a big name of a city, but it is very small. Right,
2: yeah, and if you look at the, the entire major uh, men's pro sports landscape, you know, the MLB, um, NHL, NBA, NFL, Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken, is the smallest media market with three professional teams. Um, if you look at that overall. I think Milwaukee yeah. uh, is a little bit smaller, but it you know, you could debate whether you count Green Bay as part of Milwaukee's media market. It's like two and a half hours away. But right. um to have three pro teams, Pittsburgh is is the smallest market that has sustained three. So to add fourth um would be difficult for a number of reasons. Um not only from an interest standpoint, but probably a lot from a, um, you know, sponsorship corporate standpoint, you need those uh, corporate dollars to kind of get, get things going to, to to add a new professional team, um, especially mm-hmm. in the market that is not clamoring for it. I mean, as as much as people like us probably would love an NBA team here, it's not something that, you know, Ed Gainey or other folks are just kind of constantly pushing the league for. Um, I think from a facility standpoint, you know, Pittsburgh would be in great shape with PPG Paints Arena. Um, that arena has held basketball events before, um, yeah. mainly the, obviously the NCAA tournament, which has come here every few years for the past, you know, decade or so. Um, so from a facility standpoint, unlike in a lot of other places, that wouldn't be an issue. But again, just to the, to be able to sustain, um, join a media market this small and keep success going, especially in the beginning when you might not have a, a team that's doing a whole lot of winning on the court. And like, that's a, That's a that's an uphill battle.
0: Yeah. in those first couple of years, if we got a team, they couldn't possibly have it would take years to build to build Mm -hmm. that up. That can't look good on our NBA application. So, yeah, how important is it, especially in those first formative years, to pack the seats to get a franchise to succeed?
2: Extremely, extremely. I mean, I think a large part of the reason that uh, the Pipers and and, um, other teams didn't make it here was because of that. lack of attendance or, 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 or a steep decline in attendance. You know, everybody's yeah. kind of interested when you're the hot new thing in town to kind of be a part of it. But after a while, it just kind of, it, it falls by the wayside. And I mean, you can even look at the the Pitt basketball team as an example, when, when Pitt was really good, you know, from in the early parts of the, of, of the century up until, you know, 2013, 2014, when they were a consistent, um, Tournament Consistently team.
0: making the tournament, right? Yeah,
2: and g- getting good seeds and, and having good seeds in the tournament and um, competing for conference titles. Uh, the Peterson Vince Center was was constantly packed, and you look at it recently, like that's not the case. Um, obviously, that's over the course of you know eight or nine years, but um, I would imagine that there would be some fear um, on a uh, part of the stakeholders involved, not only the people here in the city, but also people with the NBA, of like, okay, if this team is not good, are we going to have our arenas looking like that? Yeah. And if there's any sort of possibility of that, then that's not gonna be something that the NBA would want to probably get involved in at all.
0: And I've got my gripes with pit basketball, but we'll get to that in another conversation <laughs> on another day <laughs> as a longtime fan. Um, but let's talk about college teams. Do you think the fact that cause Pittsburgh's a very college rich area, you know, we we have pit basketball, obviously. We also have Duquesne. There's also Robert Morris. Um, so do you think having this many college teams in the metro area is is would be competing and taking away from the fan base that the NBA would need to build here.
2: Uh, you know what? No, I, actually, I don't think so. I think um, for a couple of reasons. I think the games themselves, um, the actual product on the court, is is drastically different. Um, if you watch a college game, it doesn't look anything like an NBA game nowadays. There's there are way less uh, three pointers. There's a lot more, um, you know, "quote unquote" big men who are kind of you know manning the post. There's not as much spacing, um, not as much up and down a lot of times um slower totally pace um, yeah. yeah it's a totally different game and um i think if you look at the major colleges in this market um they're kind of different themselves too duquesne and robert morris i, I think a lot of the fan base not only for basketball but for a lot of the other sports are a lot of alumni people who mm-hmm. went to the school people who grew up there um or grew up around the school and just kind of you know have a family that went there or went there themselves when it comes to pit Pitt is on kind of a different level because there are people who didn't go to pit who just grew up in the city and, and root for Pitt because it's yeah. Pitt. Um, so in that way, it's more akin to the professional teams. Um, but I still don't think that that would cut into whatever fan base that might be here for the NBA. I think, um, you look at a lot of NBA teams that have, uh, you know, major college teams in the market, um, that are good and, and they can still, you know, they could still put people in, put people in seats. I mean, you think about the Pistons with Michigan and Ann Arbor is, you know, 30 minutes away and and. and you know, the Pistons are still, when they're good, even when they're not good, there's a, there's a pretty, you know, vibrant fan base that people kind of look to. So I don't think that would be much of an issue at all. And I don't think that's something that the NBA or anybody would, would consider.
1: What about demographically? Like, do you think
0: Pittsburgh is racially diverse enough, culturally diverse enough, even diverse in age to sustain a franchise? Because the average, pl- you know, the average fan of the NBA, I feel like leans a little bit more toward like their mid 30s, you know? Yeah. You
2: We're know what? That's a, that's an interesting <laughs> question. I mean, I think from the uh, fan demographics, the NBA obviously is um, probably more of a diverse fan base than a lot of the other pro sports and from yeah. the players, um, it's extremely diverse. I think almost, you know, three fourths of the players in the, in the NBA are, are, are black. Um, yeah. obviously those, those demographics don't quite line up with a city like Pittsburgh, um, you know, Pittsburgh, where you know, I don't have the numbers are trying to be, but I would imagine that at most a quarter of people are black. Um, and that's, that might even be going no, high. That's high. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't think that, that, that's something that the league would look at, um you know not to sound not to not to you know get to like the nuts and bolts or just kind of keep it simple but the league let's money um i think that's the color that that matters the most for the, the nba if they see a yeah. market where they could uh where they make money um they can make money and not only the league but the owners um where they can um you know not set up a team for long term failure and, they, and there's a there's a there's a reason to get some or there's a chance to get some green out of it I don't think they would look at whether the demographics of a city are black or white or or, or what. It's just the only color that really matters is it's probably green.
0: green. (laughs) (laughs) We're probably very far off from (laughs) the short list of being on, you know, if the NBA were to ever expand. Um, But if you had to rank where Pittsburgh would fall on the list of cities to possibly get a team, where do you think we would be?
2: (laughs) I'm sorry to say, I think it's pretty far down. Um, no, I, <laughs> Tyler. Uh, you know, I, I think the two teams, the two cities that immediately come to mind are, are Seattle and Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, with um, obviously Seattle having the Supersonics there for, um, for for many years, having success there. The Sonics, mm-hmm. you know, won an NBA title in the late '70s. They were consistently um, good in the '80s and '90s, and even had some 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 good teams in the early parts of the '2000s with Ray Allen and um, and folks there. Uh, yeah. I think that's a market that. They have looked at as um, openly said that if expansion ever would happen, that would be a, a place that they kind of start to look at first. They've got a, a refurbished arena with the crack in there in the NHL. The facilities yeah. are up. The, the city itself, the fan base, the government, politicians they, are all on got board.
0: What, the, they got the WNBA. They have they, they have have the Aces Storm. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: And so speaking of the Aces, the they had Las Vegas would probably be second on that list. Um, yeah. and, and that looks at a you know that's a market that. Uh, has gotten the Golden Knights in the NHL over the past few years. The Raiders have moved there from Oakland. The yeah. NBA already has a significant presence in Las Vegas with the annual summer league that goes on there um, yeah. every summer, where, you know, for two weeks, everybody, the who's who of the league, players, um, agents, um, executives, all kind of descend on that area. They have the facilities and, um, and you Plus know, obviously. tourism. And, you e- know, people e- would...
0: They, they don't even have to have a strong fan base exactly. locally. Exactly. For them to if you're still...
2: a if you're a fan of the Rockets, you might plan a trip around going to see the Rockets play the, you know, Las Vegas NBA team. So I think those two teams are, are um by and large, you know, pretty high up on the list. And then after that, um, you know, there's been talk about, you know, a team in the Midwest like a Louisville or Kansas City, um, St. Louis or something in that area where um, you know, a, a, similar to Pittsburgh, an area that has like shown that it could host, you know, NCAA tournament games and things like that, but also just kind of, um, there's not as many pro teams competing for, uh, that, that share of the, uh, the pro sports, you know, um, base or whatever you want to call it, but, um, it might take a while for, for, for us to get to a tier, the third tier of, uh, expansion.
0: I think Pittsburgh Pittsburghers love las vegas anyway so if they got an nba team <laughs> if they just upped the those uh cheap flights out to vegas we'd probably pack the seats I'll tell you,
2: i so. have i one of those cheap flights in uh about exactly a week from now so there you go,
0: there you go. <laughs> and he's based in pittsburgh everyone um i don't know about you but i've been watching that show on hbo winning time about the lakers yeah you been yeah, watching it? yeah it's amazing it's great I, it's very entertaining it's very interesting. I know it's not necessarily based on everything being factual. And I know that every player associated with that, with that, like the, the depiction of their character, they hate it. Like everybody hates it, <laughs> but I think it's, I think it's amazing. Um, but I do want to know who do you think are Jerry buses? Who's our rich, eccentric champion owner going to be that? In a perfect world, is gonna bring us a basketball team and and maybe a championship. I'm crossing my fingers.
2: Well, you get ahead of yourself. Basketball team yeah. and championship. Or <laughs> um, the
0: city of champions. <laughs> well, I think it's
2: somebody. I think it would probably be somebody who's already a champion. Uh, Mark Cuban, who mm. is from the area, um, he's very open about his love for his hometown and um, you know Western Pennsylvania. Uh, Mark Cuban is obviously the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, has been for you know. Two decades they've been successful. He's won a championship. They've had generational superstars from Dirk Nowitzki to now Luka Doncic. Um, you know, I think he has the clout and the experience and kind of the, the platform that if he decided one day, hey, you know, I'd love to bring a team to my hometown, um, you know, that would involve obviously him selling Dallas, the Dallas yeah. Mavericks, and then um, you know, getting the state, the the funds to kind of get a team going here. But if he decided that. That's something that the league would absolutely have to take seriously. And and he's got the he's got the money to make it happen. And, you know, he could be Pittsburgh's Jerry Buss in, you know, five or 10 years. But, um, you know, that seems like a long shot, but he kind of already exists. Uh, he's just happens to be Pittsburgh's Jerry Buss just happens to be uh, owning another team at the moment.
0: Tyler, can you leave us with any optimism um, about basketball in Pittsburgh, professional basketball in Pittsburgh?
2: Oh, professional. I was going to say um
0: Invest in Pitt. Don't invest in Pitt. The
2: the optimism I'll leave you with is that uh, this may not be what people want to hear, but uh, Cleveland's not that far away. And they'll be they look like they'll be good over the past the next few years. So if you want to see some NDA basketball, you know, you drive Drive a couple hours hours to catch a few games to our
0: our neighboring (laughs) enemy state. (laughs) Tyler, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: more news before you go. Two former presidents are coming to town. Barack Obama just announced he'll be in the berg on Saturday campaigning for Democratic Senate candidate John Fetterman. Donald Trump is also visiting, too. He'll be rallying for Fetterman's opponent, Mehmet Oz, and Doug Mastriano, who is the Republican candidate for governor. Trump will be outside the city limits, though, in Latrobe. I guess the city wasn't big enough for the both of them. Allegheny County Jail is creating a new healthcare program for incarcerated people. There'll be a healthcare team on every level of the jail to help lower wait times and allow people to keep seeing the same medical provider. And a quick update on the Post-Gazette strike, Pittsburgh City Council just adopted a will of counsel calling on the paper's owners and management to end unfair labor conditions and bargain in good faith. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, rate the show, and leave us a comment on what you think our NBA basketball team should be called. Subscribe to our morning newsletter, and we'll see you tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Hey, Siri, who won the Steelers game?
1: The Steelers were trounced by the Eagles last Sunday.
0: You're trash. Thank you. You're done.